0: Oh, what's going on guys? I hope you guys are keeping well. Welcome to another episode of Crossface with Kostin, where today we talk about something that I think it was a Christmas gift come early, where in AEW we saw these two men, CM Punk and MJF, come face to face, mic to mic, and just have probably one of the more better of promos that we have seen i know my grammar sucks leave me alone what of the more better of promos that we have seen in the wrestling industry in a while unbelievable experience unbelievable promo these guys finally got the opportunity to go one-on-one on the mic in the ring and i'm gonna i just gotta say i was not disappointed is the best MJF moment. It was honestly um an amazing promo from both of these guys. There's a lot of people in the wrestling world that we would love to see get on the mic and face each other. There's a lot of legends out there. Like, first, like first and foremost, I would have loved to see Jake the Snake Roberts go one-on-one with Bray Wyatt. Because the, ba- the thing with Jake is that he was always a cool, collected type of guy. But he always just had this kind of, like, persona of, like, this guy's going to knock the shit out of you. And Wyatt, we already know how he was. And I go, I know I'm not, I'm using his WWE name. But regardless, we know how he can deliver on that mic in a very specific type of way. But there's always these kind of like combinations of talents that we would love to see on the mic together. And I think MJF and Punk honestly was one of these ones that I, I would always wanted to see, specifically when I first got introduced to, to MJF. Now, again, for those of you who are not aware, i am a newly uh, AEW fan i haven't been following the brand for years i've known about it i've heard about it but i never really watched the episodes never really got to know the characters didn't really get to know the storylines and as of late in the last about i'll say four or five maybe six months half a year i've started to get introduced to AEW. and AEW has brought a lot of passion back and my first introduction to mjf When I was watching it and when I was was communicating with uh, my community, one of the individuals, I literally just said that, like, this guy is amazing. MJF knows how to play the audience on that mic and does it well, does it very well. And I think for him to be able to play the character in and outside of the ring and also just keep that going and keep that momentum in his actual promos, I've never seen him do a bad promo. Like I've just never seen him be off on his promos, he's always on. And again, I haven't been introduced for him for a long period of time, I'm coming to this from a mindset of just kind of 6 to 7, under 6 to 7 months of knowing the product. But a great, great promo artist. And we know that Punk himself has delivered. The pipe bomb is still notorious in today's day and age. It was one of these, one, these things that just set off and resonated with fans. Alongside a lot of his promos that he had with John Cena during the time like there's a lot of things that he's done in a promo field that has lasted lasted for years and years and years that are relevant to today with how wwe is going
1: who fires people around here you or funk man over here huh who let, let me ask you a question johnny Funkman? man did you personally face to face fire vladimir kozlov on friday huh did you did you fly yourself to Florida to tell Harry Smith, yes, his name is Harry, not David Hart Smith, that he was no longer needed here? Huh? Did you tell Chris Masters, somebody who over the past year has worked his ass off to get better? Did you fire him face to face? Or did you call him up and say, hey, kid, it's a budget thing. Best of luck in your future endeavors. Don't call me gutless. You have him do your dirty work.
0: But regardless, these two we know can perform in the ring they did a phenomenal job i have no care if tony khan wants to give me the show to start with mjf and cm punk for two minutes 20 minutes however the hell you want to do it dude i am okay with that these guys delivered beautifully they worked well together good chemistry good back and forth a lot of good shots
1: look at me maxwell i'm in your head probably has a lot to do with
0: the fact that there's a poster of me on your wall. Like, I'm gonna, during this, I will actually play some tidbits of the actual promo because it was just that good. And by the way, if you're new here and you're watching this, do me a favor, hit that like, hit that sub, and click that bell to get notified when content goes up. And if you are not following our podcast, so if you are listening to this on podcast format, obviously you can't do those said buttons things that I told you, but... Spreading the actual podcast, spreading the name, and everything of that nature does help tremendously. And if you are an Apple podcast listening to this, it's not available now, but it will be downline. But if you're listening when it's downline, do me a favor. Please leave uh, a review for the podcast because it does actually help. One of the biggest things that I think I really enjoyed throughout that promo is how MJF always identified punk in different type of formats. Where it was, uh, you know, PG punk. Like, a lot of good back and forths. I I found that little, like, addition of MJF really just played off very well uh because it's just it's his persona right he likes to kind of wear you down using words but overall i think him using the ways to to wear down punk really worked very very wonders and it shows you just how the style of mjf punk's retort uh really got into more of the aspect of you know my jealous fan is how he's referring mjf and it really is funny because you know you look at mjf he's a very young talent in the business and yes, back in the day, seven years ago, multiple years ago, dude, I'm pretty sure that he followed Punk. Punk right now is a veteran in the sport. He's been in it for a very long time. Yes, he was away for seven years, but dude, sometimes shit like that has to happen. You got extremely burnt out physically and mentally of one company who really took a passion that you had and it burnt you out. Dude, sometimes it takes a while to recover from that shit. Like it's just not something that's gonna people are gonna come back like that. I know one of the biggest aspects for MJF's promo saying is like, you know, you were away for seven years, but you never came back. You know, like you, you wanted to always wrestle. You always wanted to do this. You always wanted to do that, but you didn't come back. You stayed at home for seven years. It takes a while to recover from burnout. So if that's what he needed to do, if he needed to venture different different avenues to see if anything else brought him that passion that wrestling did, let the guy do it. And now he's back to what he absolutely loves doing. And I'll be honest, I'm not upset about it. I'm happy that he's there. I'm happy to see that he's wrestling again. I'm happy to see that he's happy again. I'm happy to see that he's actually performing magnificent matches and great opportunities on the microphone. They, they worked out very well with each other and they kind of played obviously the history, the respect that one would have for over another. Uh, and the fact that I think MJF is very much how CM Punk was in the early days. Nothing wrong with that. That's that's great, specifically in the business where we need another individual like that who is working that mic as well as MJF does. Uh, but the biggest thing that I think without the, the promo from both parties is the, the references to WWE and references to a couple of other characters, one such as The Miz.
1: He thinks he's somebody. He thinks what he does is revolutionary to the wrestling business when in reality, he's just a less famous Miz.
0: The fact that he calls him a less popular Miz just... I just, I laughed, dude. I almost spat my drink out. That's how good it was. Because the thing is, again, you're referencing... Like, they're not stupid. This is one thing I like that the company does is that they don't... They're not scared to call out another company or they're not scared to call out other names, obviously, names that are not as uh, copyright. But still, but like, I... I I do like that because it really, like, they don't play their fans like idiots. That's one of the biggest things a lot of companies do. They play their fans like idiots. I'm sorry, it's true. Some of them do play it like idiots. There are little moments here and there where we'll see WWE reference something else, but very, very rarely. But this promo really just <laughs> went all out, and I fucking loved it. I can understand Miz if he went online and be like, why am I trending right now? And then look at that and be like, hey, hey. I think he would laugh. He'd fucking find it hilarious. But again, the reference to uh, MJF being a less popular Miz, you know, uh, the fact that Punk is no longer what he once was, the fact that he's, you know, a spewing hustle loyalty and respect, you know, the, the reference to John Cena. You know what,
1: ladies and gentlemen, something just hit me. This is no longer CM Punk. This is P. What happened to the guy I grew up on, man? What happened to the renegade, the ass kicker, the outsider? Because you might as well be coming out here preaching hustle, loyalty, and respect.
0: I in just kind of saying that he's gotten stuffed And the, like, it's just, this, this promo had everything. And I loved every minute of it. And I've spewed this before. And I will say it over and over again. When you have people in the ring who know how to work the mic, who know how to work the characters, who know how to work the audience, which is the most important. You gotta work that audience because the audience is what's gonna sell you. So when you have somebody on the mic that's able to sell all of those features, you cannot express that creativity and that the potential for what they can deliver via a script. Someone else cannot write for this character. That's just how that is. If you develop a character and you know how the character is supposed to be, you know how the character is supposed to be portrayed in the ring, then you yourself are the only one that can portray that character properly because you have a certain idea and concept in mind that you want this character to portray. So this is what always kills me specifically when there's a lot of uh, critiquing and, and walls that somebody has to perform under a certain parameter. Whereas AEW, for example, they do it as okay, here are some bullet points. Potentially, I'm, I'm going. There is some type of structure. I can't, I'm not going to say there's no structure. There has to be some structure, regardless of whatever story you're building. There has to be a certain structure to it. But it's not behind so many walls where they say, okay, your biggest thing is antagonize this person. We saw that was a 2.0. I don't know what are the, what is their name. I don't know their names. 2.0 and uh, Eddie Kingston and how they had that kind of antagonizing uh, period every single week. They're starting to build the feud there. But it doesn't look like it's a scripted thing it's just one of these things where this is the point of what this promo was supposed to sell the audience on get there that's literally all it is that's literally all it is so when this promo came to be i think it's one of these things we're building you up you know we're building you two up uh the main concept is to you know wear each other down and then they just let them go at it like i don't i don't think there was a lot of big structure when it came to this promo i think both of them really just talk and spoke from their mind how they felt and it worked beautifully i will wa- i've watched this i think about four five times it's a good promo it's one of these ones that will last for a long time
1: you didn't want to go toe-to-toe with me on the stick punk well too bad because i'm about to verbally finish you quicker than your ufc career
0: That is the best thing I find, is that it's one that we will look back and be like, damn, that was good. And we know we're going to get more of these. If these two are legitimately going to be feuding for a while, we know that this is not the last time that we're going to see a promo like this. And I am all for it. All for it. And yes, even though I said earlier that I wouldn't mind seeing these guys in the ring over and over and over again, throwing insults at each other and trying to wear each other down mentally. As much as I want that every week, I know that can become repetitive. However, it depends on how they continue to make it interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, if they're going to do this every week, uh, to be honest, it, it's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Because the problem is I see guys like such as um, uh, Rotunda, Bray Wyatt. And I think that's his oh, name. Dude, I don't, I'm do. i bad with names. I just prefer to as Bray Wyatt because I know it that way. Shut up. Um, but like, look at his WWE days. He started off and he was an... Honestly, still this day, a pheno- phenomenal on that mic. He sold me on the character. He sold me on the uh, the concept behind what he wanted to deliver. He sold me on just kind of just just him in general and the whole persona that he's building. And the community and the and the whole fireflies and the fiend and everything that he ever built really sold me because he really knew how to deliver that. I think he did get quite a bit of freedom, But I found in his early days when he was the Bray Wyatt character, for example, he had promos every single damn week the problem was that you can't really you can't do the same thing every single damn week and think it's going to be uh sellable as much as i wanted to say that bray wyatt could sell on that mic he eventually got the boring chance which we heard before and we saw the audience starting to be like okay another promo what is he going on about now um so i think that's the one kind of fear i have is i don't want them to be too repetitive and doing an the exact same thing over and over again there's going to be different var- uh, nuances and variances for example such as mjf's backup is what uh, cm puck said that he when he talks he can back it up whereas when mjf talks he has to have his backup to back it up you
1: talk too much yeah just like me back in the day except i always backed it up and you can't back up shit without your backup FTR Sean Spears Wardlow
0: so is Punk going to go after every one of the, the members of his backup and start to get to, to MJF directly You know, we, did, we saw that kind of how with what Jericho did when his kind of five stages uh, to get to MJF so I don't think that's necessarily going to happen however I will lay claim to this CM Punk is undefeated right now in AEW MJF will give him his first loss. And the reason why is because if if what we're seeing is how these guys build to this matchup, I don't think that a loss for Punk in this situation would be bad at all. Because he's still coming out very strong. He came into the company very strong. You know, they identify MJF as the pillar, which by the way, I love the fact that he mentioned Britt, Break, uh, Britt Baker uh as the replacement for mjf as the pillar i love that that was hilarious that was good it was very good i saw what you did there but like we know that mjf has an absolutely amazing future ahead of him so i think that to really legitimize himself because he got the multitude of victories against chris jericho at, at, until the very last one um you know he has the victory over darby allen um and just kind of like i, I think I think the way the best way that this can work is that every single time these two get into a promo fight, you know, Punk can have the upper hand in it, and he has the momentum leading into whenever the hell they're gonna fight for the big match or so. Uh, but then MJF comes forward and ends it, and pretty much just you know can work Punk down. But I, like I said, for me, I think Punk losing in this will not be a bad thing for him. MJF, they have to like he can become, and I think should become the face of AEW. Dude, he is just fucking a great character like a great character that you want to fucking hate and he does his job so fucking well and I think for him to get a victory over Punk regardless if Punk has a majority of the advantages via the promo and he gets the advantage, advantage in the, the the match I think that will legitimize MJF a bit more or a lot more in the company not only from a, a match point of view but a promo point of view when even the guys already pretty much outmatched uh or the guy outmatches anyone in that locker room, promo-wise and everything. Like, I'm, it's, it's, it's cool to see. But no, the, match, the, the promo had a, a ton of great references. Like I said, there was a reference with uh, The Miz. There was a reference of uh, John Cena. There was a reference of Stephanie McMahon.
1: And who's the man around here? Who's number one? Is it you? No, I don't think so. The only way you're gonna be number one is if we all wait around long enough for tony to have a daughter that you marry
0: i lost it and i love it because it's so it's so much bullshit that we know surrounding wwe that the fans who are not idiots are also saying oh shit, they're throwing shade so it's just from a fan's point it's fun listen back in the day when we had wwe and wcw and ecw like when we had competition who won, not, not legitimately who won, we know WWE bought WCW, but who won from from a, fa- like, from a fan's point of view? Dude, we won because we were seeing so many awesome matches. We were seeing so many awesome moments. We were seeing promos that were just phenomenal, moments that are were, that were memorable. Like, when there's competition, even though that the companies have to try to vie to get the actual audience, in the end, we win. We're getting products that we want to watch, give or take. Some people are absolutely 100% with one product. Some people are mixed. Some people like to watch others. Like, dude, there's a lot of product out there that you can watch. Don't be ever ashamed to say that. or say that. But, like, I think from a fan's point of view, this is starting to turn out to be just a phenomenally fun. And I'm enjoying watching it. Because a lot of shade is being thrown. And I'm totally okay with that. Totally okay with that. But I think this episode's got a little bit too longer anyways. Because, like I said, I'm just talking about a promo here. MJF and Punk, probably one of the most more memorable promos I have ever watched in AEW. I am happily to watch this promo again because it was just that impactful. That is just one of these things that will last for a while. Will it happen on a weekly basis? We'll see. Because I know I know they're gonna build up their their uh, their promo and everything. And uh, by the way, one one line I did love that Punk actually delivered was the fact that he stated that he could shut MJ up or MJF up. First time i met, to shut MJF up without saying a word. I love that. I love it's simplistic and it's so true. Because MJF doesn't shut the fuck up. And there's gotta be so many words flying back and forth. That in itself, such a simplistic statement, works out to be so true and has such a huge impact behind it. Love it. I love it. That promo is something that I'm truly, truly happy that I witnessed live as a fan. Uh not live there, but like live on TV as a fan, and I'm so excited to see. What these two can do in the ring together. Not only from a match point of view. But specifically from a promo point of view. Because there are just so many great guys. That we'd love to see get in that ring. And go one on one in a promo aspect. And I think these two are just two of the best out there. And we're just being given this very early Christmas present. or we're like yes I'll take, I'll take that one too. I don't care if that's Gina's. I'll take hers. Thank you shut up. Like I'll just take all of those presents. That are being given to me right now by AEW. And absolutely love it and watch it and dedicate my time to it because it is just memorable and as a wrestling fan sparks a lot of love back for the product which is fantastic and what you really want so let me know in the comments below the video here did you guys watch the the promo what are you guys looking for like who do you think will win do you think at the end will mjf win over punk or will punk get another victory in mjf and remain undefeated in aw let me know in the comments below if you guys are listening to this on podcast please feel free to share the episode let me know your thoughts you guys can find me on twitter at CrossfaceCoston. you guys can also find us on facebook at the crossface with Costin. i've linked everything in the description of the video and of the podcast if you guys are here leave a sub a like and a ding to the bell to know when content goes up And let me know what your thoughts are in the comments. Like I said, reach out to me on Twitter. You can reach out to me on Facebook. And we will be there to listen to you guys. Thank you so much for watching again, guys. And I am out.